You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. lot of excitement. This is our favorite show of the year on the APC podcast. Alex Patakis and Ben Foldy here with you. We are without Zach Rapport as he is off in the desert. Uh, he likes to take these vacations right before the season starts. I am pumped because I get to be a part of this show for the first time. I've never been a part of our official prediction show, and that's not like wins, losses, Packers record, but it's predictions in the most APC podcast way possible as Jamie Ross our show, I don't know, we joke. Diviner. Yeah. Our show, official podcast Diviner. Our official podcast Diviner is here to do a reading today. Well, not here, but he's going to do a reading today for the Packers season and for the podcast. I'm a little nervous uh, as I've never taken part in anything like this. And I know that there's some stuff uh, that he's done specific to hosts on the show. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm pretty pumped up about that. It won't hurt. I promise. Yeah. How um, do people get a hold of us? Uh, they can get a hold of us on Twitter, uh, I guess. Way. Alex Patakis on Twitter, Ben Foldy on Twitter, Zach Rapport. If you want to Zach get a hold Rapport. of him and hassle him uh, and on the his APC Pod, that podcast uh, Twitter account, it, you know, it just runs itself. Zach's away, and that thing's just it's going. I saw a tweet like an hour ago. I don't even have the password. So. Um, the APC Podcast at Gmail dot com. Anyway, also we had a lot of stuff happen with the Packers, so let's get to some of it before we go ahead and uh, and talk to Jamie. Fifty uh, three man roster is out. There's been changes all the way up until basically you know forty eight hours ago. As they shape their roster for their game, I can't believe they're playing a game in five days. It's kind of crazy. I'm excited. Um, but a roster, I, you know, it's impossible to run down the whole thing. Everybody's seen it by now. One observation maybe that sticks out to you, a notable roster nugget? I mean, I think I just have to come on and say that uh, I, you know, I, I was so anti—I mean, I wasn't anti-Kumaro, but I, I was saying that he probably wouldn't make the team, and he obviously did sort of make the team, at least for the time being, and, uh, you know— Hats off to him. He he earned his his IR spot, and uh, you know I I just want to be clear that I was never anti Kumaro. I just uh, are you surprised that all three rookies made it? Not at all. Okay, no, I I was caping for the rookies. All my sons, all your sons. <laughs> I mean, uh, Jermon Moore is not really my son, but and and uh, my real son is 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 Equinemius St. Brown, right? And uh, and he would have probably been the one that they cut based on draft capital, and I'm not surprised he made the team at all. Uh, my notable roster nugget is going to be in the uh, the numbers game and that there are zero fullbacks and four tight ends. And one of them, and this is a shout out to Zach Rapport, is Big Bob Tanyan. Robert Tanyan is now officially on the Packers active roster. I don't know if he'll be active on Sunday, but he's on their 53-man roster heading into the season. Uh, he didn't think he was. I don't know if you saw that article. He got about- a pranked. He got a prank text. Ashram Kitchen. Um, they figured out where the text came from, but they have not disclosed that information. But uh, apparently someone figured it out. He got a, non, a non-920 text, a non-Green Bay area code, oh, but weird. he believed it as he was sitting with Jake Kumro playing a video game. Oh, good. And he reported to the facility with his iPad ready to turn it in. 
and was wondering why everyone was so happy when they saw him. Uh, so that was cool. And also, can we just like celebrate that there is no fullbacks on this team? Because uh, yeah. I lost a little bit of life with every Aaron Ripkowski carry, uh, basically from the NFC Championship game that they got blown out in after he fumbled against the Falcons on. And uh, yeah, I just gives me a feeling that the Packers are kind of start playing like modern day football again. I think we've said it a couple times, but entering the 21st century with the run game is uh, a huge I, part. Something of, to be welcomed. Yeah, I would be uh, I'd be very, very into that. Um, also, um, not to sound rushed, but quickly thought on the Khalil Mack to the Bears thing. We're going to see him Sunday. The Bears say that he will play in some capacity. Khalil Mack traded from the Raiders to the Bears, then extended becoming the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. Uh, Packers were in on it. They made an offer, offered first round picks, but he ends up with Chicago. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think that the issue w- isn't the trade. The issue is the, for the pack, from the Packers perspective, the issue isn't the trade value. It's the, the extension value. And I think that, um, you know, the way the team is constructed, you need to hit on draft picks fairly often while you have so much cap dedicated to Rodgers and whoever. I mean, if you had Rodgers and Mac and you had to hit on draft picks, but you didn't have first rounders. I mean, yeah, looking at the deal that that Mac got, I mean, within the span of like three or four days, they would have guaranteed what, like one hundred and ninety million dollars. Yeah. And and you can say two players and you can say that that, you know, uh, like I, I, I. Did I just had this idea, so I haven't done the math. But like, if you would, if you were to look, I don't I have no idea how much Reggie White took up in cap space, but it oh, couldn't have yeah. possibly been comparable to what Khalil Mack is taking up in cap space. And a big part of that, there's it, it no coincidence it all unfolded after Aaron Donald signed his extension. Mack probably wasn't going to get dealt or extended until then. John Gruden spoke very openly and said, as soon as they saw the Aaron Donald deal, like that was pretty much it. Yeah, they can't commit that type of money to him. And the Bears can right now because Mitchell Trubisky's on a rookie deal. And it's from the Bears' perspective, it's betting big on Trubisky. Yeah. Which I actually might get excited about. Like, I'm not excited about having to face Mac, um, but I'm kind of excited about the fact that even if he is good, if Trubisky is not, they're going to have a whole lot of money invested in a defense that can only take them so far. Yeah. And I, and I truly believe that, especially in a very, very competitive division this year. So um, I also, hearkening back on something that Zach and I talked about last week on that emergency pod after all those roster moves um, that the Packers made and the Rodgers extension. Um, I'm just glad they're having these conversations and they're in on these. Like, Gutekunst mm-hmm. made a legitimate offer. It's not necessarily his fault that they probably couldn't commit the type of money that Mac would have, they knew he was going to end up getting. And if there's any truth to the Raiders thinking, you know what, we can trade him to Green Bay, they're probably going to be 10 and 6, 11 and 5. We could trade him to Chicago, their first round pick might be 10, 12 picks higher. Um, then you can't fault him on that either. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, I, I was excited about that. I woke up Saturday. I was like Khalil Mack day. Like it's, we're going to be gifted. I saw I went to the bears, but I'm kind of over it now. Yeah. Honestly, once the extension was signed, all the, all the heartburn wore off for me. The only heartburn I have now is worrying about him breaking Aaron Rodgers' collarbone. Yeah, I know. Just like, don't, don't break our quarterback long games to watch on the those. first Sunday of the yeah. season. Cause, uh, I know we have Deshaun Kaiser, not Brett Hundley, but I'm not ready for another season like last year. Yeah. Aside from those seven Aaron Rodgers games that we, uh, that we had. Well, let's see what season we are getting ready for with Jamie Ross, official podcast diviner. Could the move for Mac for the Bears impact the Packers? Could not getting Khalil Mack be like a seminal moment in their season? Who knows? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. It's all on the cards. Jamie Ross, official show diviner, is going to join us next. The number you dialed is Packing Company. Company. 
So now we go to everybody's favorite time of the year, which is our check-in with the official APC podcast diviner, Jamie Ross. A, uh, hello, hello. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Doing well, doing well. Beaming in from Toronto, Ontario, just Lo- north of the lake. On the shores of Lake Ontario. You got it, just across from New York. You been good? Did you, uh, yeah. do you have whirlwind. South America, Rocky Mountains, developing my divinatory power everywhere I go? Wow, that's a lot of, yeah. All right, well, then I guess let's just <laughs> jump right in. Um, let's do it. I think last time we talked, you were about to go bless a dairy herd in Vermont, <laughs> in Vermont, yeah. And, uh, um, I've been focusing on humans this last year, I've been blessing a few more humans oh, than usual, a couple great. more weddings, and yeah. <laughs> Well, so you're like Jarvis yeah. Landry. You're always blessing them. Yeah, bless them. Bless them. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so do you have your deck ready and your stars aligned? I and- do. Yeah. In fact, as um, as we were talking previously, as we were just uh, talking moment moment ago, I uh, I pulled the first couple cards. Okay. And I remember. So this is this is a third year pulling cards for the team. And last year we had some fun also pulling cards for the show. So I thought that this year also we would do a couple more cards for, for you guys. Are there still three of you in the uh, in the band? There are three of us in the band, but only two of us in the room. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay. Um, so it's you, Ben, and who else is in the room? Me and Alex, who I don't think you've talked to before. Yeah, I don't think so. I've missed the past two years of this for, yeah. for some reason. Uh, okay, well, good to meet you. Good to meet you. Um, I'm a little Would you nervous. Like ask uh, your permission to pull some cards as well for you. For Alex or for me? For both of you guys in the show. Oh, yeah, totally. That would be great. Yeah, play on, player. Okay, perfect. Sounds good. So I uh, I pulled some cards for the team itself. Okay. Um, pulled some cards for this year's picks. Uh, I pulled some cards for the season. That's kind of what everyone wants to know about. Uh-huh. And then I pulled some cards for the show. This lay it on us. Give us, give us the right. bad news so, first. You want the bad news first? Well, wait, no, just give us, do your thing. You're the, you're the professional. <laughs> okay, well, this is the thing I don't quite know how it works. Is anyone a gambling person in the in the studio? Alex, Alex uh, lays yeah, some dabble. action here. Dabble. Again. Okay, so this is a season to play a long game. Things are going to be happening very slowly for the team, it looks like. Oh. It's going to be a very slow start, especially in terms of, in terms of the um, the team in general, so like the sort of like a general sort of lag until later on in the season, um, there's going to be sort of a defining moment in the later half of things. So I would say keep your money off the team until the second half. Okay. Of the season. All right. Um, That's good advice. The team itself looks like it's doing great things, but the season itself is a little. It's a little like hard to get that momentum going. Okay. Um, is there what, what for you guys? What's the relationship between like the fans to the actual performance? Like, do you think do you think that really makes any difference if the fans are really on side with the team? No, I would say. I mean, I think in Packers fans' minds, hundred percent. In reality, Packers fans will turn on the team after the first two games <laughs> and come back around week six and be like, "Oh, this team is exactly what we thought we were." Forget all the times where yeah. we were saying that this team is bullshit, so on and so forth. Because it's, it's sort of like there's indications that Green Bay is just not with the team, especially if, according to the indications, it's going to be sort of a bad season to start mm. to start with. There's sort of an indication that the, the, there's sort of a lack of support for the team um, from the fan base, which is interesting. Maybe this is uh, um, people mad about Khalil Mack. Maybe that's what that is. 
the Packers just declined to make a move on a on a serious player who who will be on a rival franchise. So who we will be okay, playing okay, so on this, Sunday? Okay, this is a very interesting point. So the world card mm-hmm. is the final card in the whole deck. It's card twenty two. It's sort of the, the Omega card. So it had to be an Alpha and an Omega. And wherever it comes up in a reading is where you really want to put some emphasis on in someone's life. So if I'm doing a personal reading with someone and they're trying to get pregnant and we're laying out some options and, and the world card comes out with like in vitro fertilization, it's really something to, to focus on. Okay. And so for your guys' readings, there's a pick that received the world card. So a pick, like a draft pick or... Yeah, a draft pick, exactly. Oh. Like a player, a particular player has received the world card. And that could mean the whole difference in, in the team. Like in the whole arc of the team's actual history. Oh, that's so, a lot of, that's no, it, no pressure. <laughs> can I, can, can I, can I, I just interject and, and ask a question? Is the yeah. world card always a positive thing? The world card brings a lot of weight to whatever's going on. In this case, it's surrounded by positive and negative cards. So it's, it's sort of like the, it's determined the, 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 the way that this sort of choice gets made. I mean, unfortunately, you guys aren't the ones making that choice. That's why it's kind of funny to doing this reading for you guys, because we're not the ones with the agency in the matter. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the world cards there kind of underscores the selection process this year mm-hmm. in terms who, of who's playing. Um, and if you, guys, if you guys notice that this, like you just mentioned, this is a player that's not going to be playing on the Packers this year. Yeah. Like, that could be the defining thing that really puts the nail in the coffin of this season. Oh, oh God. Um, <laughs> or, or yeah. being more optimistic. <laughs> being more optimistic. <laughs> it, it, no, no, no. It could, be, it could be, you know, the Packers have a lot of hope in this draft class, and they're going to see a lot of meaningful reps right off the bat. I mean, Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson are, are, could be, you know, I mean, it could be Khalil Mack. Uh-huh. Could be what we were waiting for, and, and the Bears going. Like yeah, but he wasn't five. a draft pick. He was yeah. a he was a free agent. Um, Fair. Oh, he wasn't even a free agent. He was a trade. But um, so we, it, I, I, I'm choosing to stay optimistic about the world card. So what else? What else is in the cards for the Packers? So the team, the team the might not have the support of, the, or the the team might not have the support of the fans. Um, mm-hmm. Khalil, I can believe there was a regime change. There that was a makes regime sense. change. There's a lot to prove in terms of the front office structure. Um. And the world card yep. around the draft picks. Yes, exactly. Well, there's, there's more information about the draft. For some reason, the draft seems to be very important this year. Okay, um, go on. What, 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 when does that period finish? Is that, is that soon? Uh, I mean, I guess technically they could still sign a player or two in the next couple days. Um, and okay. So, yeah, I mean, I would say that, that like, basically the, the player acquisition phase is about to wrap up for the season. Okay. Okay, well... There's something interesting in that. I think there's something still to come out of that. Oh. Um, and so once that period is done, like in a couple of days for your next show, I would spend a little time looking over the draft picks and seeing what, what, what that could really tell you about the show. It's sort of, the cards are sort of saying everything you need to know about this season lies in the draft pick. Huh. That's a lot. Strange. Yeah, no pressure, yeah. guys. No pressure, youngins. <laughs> in terms of the team itself, um, are there a lot of new players? Like, are there a lot of younger players more than more so than most years? Yeah, I think I read today their turnover. They have something like twenty something new players on their active roster, which, which is new, which is like almost fifty yeah. percent of the team. Yeah, which is actually a really good thing in the long term. Not so much for this season, um, but the uh, it, it augurs really well in terms of in terms of mentorship. So oh. there should be a lot of like a lot of really interesting new blood. Um, 
again, it's pointing to fans. There's something there's something around like a disconnect between fans and team that sort of also interrupts this sort of like the enthusiasm around these younger players, these less these less tested players. That that, that kind of makes me feel a little. I don't know, the, the, the lack of enthusiasm is contagious. So I think it's also your job. <laughs> we have to... the ringleaders. Exactly. To, to bring you the fans on board. Okay. That's it. I was just going to say, one of the things that came up also is your role particularly, not only in communications and in terms of like getting the word out and, and, and making this sort of like animating this, the process of, of uh, like the whole year's worth of this team, but... What else is the show beyond just a radio show? These, these cards are asking the question about, like, in what ways do you guys make relationships, potentially physically, face-to-face, and, and through objects? It's asking the question of, like, what beyond just your voices, our voices, is the show? And how can it become more real? That's these cards are really this cards are asking the good question. These are deep cards. Yeah, these um, are. I mean, it's funny because actually we had somebody on Twitter last night ask about like our actual in-person presence at a New York Packers bar, and I think that's the first time that's happened. Yeah, that anybody yeah. actually wants to meet us in the flesh. Boy, will they be disappointed. <laughs> um, I mean, Ben, I know you, and you're you're charming as hell. Oh, thank um, you kindly, sir. And I think. <laughs> I also think you guys like there's something around the face. There's something around the face, and there's something around objects. Like this, these cards are asking about essentially where's the merch? <laughs> where's the where is the merch? That's that. Uh, where wow. is the merch, man? And I, I, I'm really not trying to, to to search for like the bright side of potentially a very slow season, season to get started, but these cards are asking about the physical reality and like in what way. How do we in what our... ways do, do do the non-players in in more in a more general way? In what ways do the non-players like you guys form part of a successful season? Huh. And in what way can a slow season actually be a really fun season to to, to root for your favorite team? I mean, I was making that argument yeah. last year. We we both of us often say that that that, that usually spices I, it up. That, yeah, like, I mean, just... well, and I think that's not an unreasonable. <laughs> I, I think I could very well see the Packers' playoff hopes in the NFC North coming down to the last couple of weeks, yeah. if not the last week. And I, and I can see a quick start by the Bears, let's say with Mac, yeah. leading to a lot of fans or the Vikings on, on, on Gutekunst. Or maybe this like, is why all, didn't you do this? Maybe this is all about Vince Beagle, and people are like, why didn't you draft JJ Watt? Oh, guys. yeah, that's um, true. Although JJ Watt hasn't proven to be that. Spectacular. Anyway, we digress. TJ um, Watt, not JJ Watt. JJ yeah, Watt yeah, is spectacular. TJ Watt. TJ Watt. Um, too many Watts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, where? Um, I mean, I guess. Should we get to the individual cards? Sure. To, 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 you, to you guys, particular. Uh, this is for us. Cards? I would say to recap. Yeah. Uh, based on last year's reading about the show, I think that you were pretty right. Because um, I think there, if I'm not mistaken, there was like an indication of like some substantial growth given what Zach says like yeah. year over year numbers wise. Oh, definitely that's true. Has yeah, been. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant for the season. I thought you were talking about the Packers. And now we're sitting here in this like great studio. It's true. And uh, it's much better than, than sitting in, uh, in like Zach's living room. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. I think we also talked about someone like itching for, for a little bit of distance or like change in the, in their role. And the, I can't remember which one of you it was. Huh? Um, someone sort of having dropped back. And it's interesting because, again, this year, there's an indication of someone sort of 
itching for a different position or role in the in the collective. And Ben, that's you. And oh, it's particularly me. Like, yeah. I didn't realize it was that specific. Time. Well, it is this time. I have to name names. You okay. Guys, that's what the fans want. That's what the fans deserve. It's and you're so you guys good at this. Consented. So you got to Ben. Make sure you take some breaks. Uh, make sure you take a little bit of time outside the studio. Uh, miss a show if you feel like you can. If you're uh, if your co-hosts let you. Wow, you are. I have a, a radio show myself, and a uh, community radio in Montreal. And uh, feel free to plug it like, for all the for all the yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, there. it's called Audio Smut, and it's a it's a sex talk radio show uh, about eros and desire and, and art. Is it on and, CQT? Man, it is. I it used is. to be the it's board the president. <laughs> no way. I did. I was the board really? president of CQT for a year. That's awesome. It was the most amazing, uh, superficial thirty-year-old radio station position I ever had. I, I all I had to do was like approve <laughs> the board meeting minutes and stuff like that. <laughs> well, Audio Smith's been around for twelve years now, and this summer I've missed two consecutive shows. And you know what? It actually feels amazing. I yo. it feels amazing just to move move away for a second of a, uh, from, from something you love um, and trust that. Going to continue in a in a good way. I mean, it's funny you bring that up, just because um, we, I we've basically had to rearrange the whole recording schedule around me having to go to class in our normal time slot this year. So, like a lot of our changes are being driven by necessity. Even the necess even being in this nice studio is right. driven by right that necessity. So it is already pushing the show in new directions. Right. I mean, it's also like it'll just you know, be a reason for your fans to miss you a little bit more, and then uh, your return will be that much more pleasant. Aww. So what are, what are the other cards for us, then? So we got another card for um, Alex, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, so your card, Alex, is a chariot. And the chariot's a neat one. The chariot is, is really a card about progress. So progress in the direction that you would like to go. And if we're talking about your role in the show especially in light of Ben's potential, you know, breather from, from direct organizing as, as a, in a way that he does, in what ways could you seek out more leadership? Oh, interesting. Face of the brand. Yeah. I mean, are, do, you, do you do radio or do you do talk? Do you talk for a living? I do. Look at Alex's face light up. I definitely do. <laughs> I, I just want to go on the record that I did not tell Jamie anything you about sure? you. I did not. Are you on my LinkedIn right now, Jamie? <laughs> yeah. We don't have LinkedIn in Canada. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. it's, it's not great anyway. <laughs> so, um, so what do you do? Uh... Well, no, I've worked. So prior to the show, I worked in radio in the Milwaukee market. And now I work at uh, Sirius XM. So I'm still in oh, media. Amazing. Which is interesting yeah. that you no, would that's know good. this. That's good. I think, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think you need to like make sure that your role in this podcast is 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 part of how you conceive of your professional life and one of your professional activities. Um, it, it can be just fun, and it is. It's an amazing show, but it's also, I think, you need to sort of in, enlarge the self concept of your role in the show. These car these cards together talk about you um, taking more of a steerage role than you have before. That's interesting. How does that make you feel, Alex? Uh, it makes me, I don't know, I guess I feel good about it. I, I'm, like, very intrigued because I feel like all of this has been kind of spot on. I mean, and, I've definitely asked myself those questions, like, am I doing enough? Well, and it would Particularly this offseason when I was kind of disinterested in, in football. And now I'm like, you know what, yeah. I feel like I need to, like, rededicate myself. Well, and it lines up with your other 
the other moves in your radio life, right? Yeah. So, because now you get to watch the I games. Think that's, that's also I very think true. There's one more thing that I'd like to add, too, which is, which is really nice about the, these two cards in particular in, in tandem, is that there's a, there's a familial aspect to the two of them. And so there's this sort of like, there's this sort of sensitivity to each other's needs and skills and, and um, what is it, and capacities that comes through years of being friends together. And I think there's something really wholesome, actually. Like, I, I know, like, the idea of sitting down for a tarot reading isn't always, like, this thing of, you know, like, talking about our deepest feelings, but there's something about these two cards that, that is urging you guys as a, as a trio to... Um, yeah, to just really like sort of take stock of how of how well you're doing in terms of like this sort of family vibe. To it's watch really the games good, it's together. It's a really good formula. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's true. And this will be the first this year. This will be the year that Alec gets to watch the games with the rest of us because he won't be working at Sirius on Sundays. Yeah. Dude. The cards, no. Yeah, that, which will then enhance analysis the... because I could actually watch the games and yeah. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's the family. That's the family bond. I think... If the cards have a take-home, mm-hmm. it's that you shouldn't really worry too much about the beginning of the season. The first half of the season, don't worry about it. Worry about getting the family vibe going, getting some inside jokes going, and getting some merch going. Like, get, get people as excited as you are about a lackluster half of the season. Then put your coin on the team, because they're probably going to do really well in the later half. So I just want to... I'm like. I'm looking at the schedule right now, and the first half of the season is Bears, Vikings, Washington football team. Easy there, yeah. Buffalo Bills, uh, and then a pretty hard stretch of Lions, Niners, Rams, Patriots. I could easily see the team going 4-4 four and four in that. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, no, I can too. I and can the, see them going 0-2 in the division and people really being like, Well, that Whoa. would be, I mean, if they do that, then they're probably going 2-6 and six to start. I don't know. They probably wouldn't be that bad. But, um, yeah, I mean, so also, I think. I, I, will, so, I have one more question as well, too, before you say, the, I just cut you off. Yeah, Sorry. go on. No, no. Um, just, just one other thing, as I'm looking through the, the, the cards, there's one more thing that I, I would add as in a little addendum to the take-home, is there's something about sneaking, maybe sneaking with the ball. Like, I don't know, I don't really know anything about football. We don't really play football in Canada. But there's a sneaking thing that's, that's really persistent through a couple of these cards. Misdirection. Sort of a, there's a secrecy. Hmm. Yeah, which I, li- I like to also think of not on, only on the scale of the season, but also in terms of like the actual particular ways people are using the ball. Um, the sort of sneaking. Do people ever, they don't sneak the ball over the line, do they? Oh, no, there is, there is definitely, uh, there's definitely QB sneaks, there's misdirection, yeah. there's play option. And actually, I just Googled Philbin play action tendency. And the first thing that popped up is an article on Acme Packing Company, Packers hoping to restore the declining play-action pass in 2018. Wow. And that is by Sean Wagner on August 3rd, 2018. So we might get more Philbin-ish play-action with a sturdy run game and passers out the backfield and everything. We'll see. I'm excited. I like I, I like Mr. I would look for that. I would really look for that as a as a hallmark of this of this season for the team. So, so some sort of like anything is sneaky and and, and obfuscatory. So the new st- yeah, so according to this article, peak Rodgers years from 2009 to 2014, Aaron Rodgers averaged 10.8 yards per play action attempt. Um 
It was well above the league average of 8.68 yards. From 2015 to 2017, the numbers paint a polar opposite trend, dipping to 6.41 per play action compared to the league average of 8.75. So that's something to keep an eye on. Definitely. I mean, that's like the staple of their successful offense. Jamie, does any of that mean anything to you? (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely Greek. Yeah. All right. No, but that's interesting. I, I, like, I will actually try to keep an eye out on the play action and the misdirection. Um, that's why I love these readings. It just gives me something weird to focus on for no reason, and then I do it, and it like either it usually confirms whatever I'm looking for. That's the beautiful thing about looking for something. Well, that's the beautiful thing about uh, divination is that people often who don't really worry about it in their day-to-day will find themselves suddenly at some party or at a... Their friend will direct them to a to a session with a psychic or an astrologer or, or, or a diviner, a tarot reader, and they'll suddenly just be faced with this thing that they'd never really thought about, and they'll sort of chew it up for a couple of days, and it'll just sort of sit with them, and that's the funnest thing because it's not necessarily it's not necessarily that they get insight in that moment as an epiphany, but they get given these little little seeds that they, they plant in their brain, and then throughout the next couple of weeks or next couple of months they can really grow into these really neat ideas or pieces of, of wisdom that they'll, they'll, they'll sit with. I like that. It's, we like it. Yeah. We're here like nodding at each other <laughs> and like smiling. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm really glad. I think like Ben, you don't, you don't gamble at all in the, um, I play, in, the, I, in the, I play a lot of football? fantasy football. Which, okay. Yeah. It's gambling. Gambling ish. Gambling light. Because there, there is, there is actually like, like I began with the same question. I might, I might close with it as well. There's an indication around gambling this year. No. Um, and I'm interested. Like, is it, is, is it possible to gamble on a certain game? It is, right? Oh, Not just the whole season. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely possible to gamble on certain games. Why do you ask? Well, I mean, I've never done it. Okay. But given the cards that have fallen. I think I would. All right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't gamble on the season, but there's something very persistent in, in in two of these cards that 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 bring up the question, bring up the issue of gambling, and it might be. Um, I don't know. It might be. It might add. It might add spice of life. It might add some urgency to the show as well. If you guys are able to, uh, you know, if you feel if you feel like disclosing to become you, touts, you lost. $200 Yeah, the last game. Like that, that, that actually might be interesting. All right. So, so expand our tower. But you mentioned a particular rate. game. Tell us the game. Yeah, now Alex, I want to put Alex like, my life savings on one yeah. game. Just <laughs> um, You know what we can do? Um, if you have a game in mind, you, you know who they're playing in what order, right? Until mm-hmm. playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can. Uh... Um, you guys can each ask uh, about a partic- one particular game, and I'll draw another extra card. All right. Really? Okay, what? Patriots. Yeah. Packers Patriots. What's the date, Ben? Do you November, date? November 4th. November 4th. Prime time. Okay, one second. I'm drawing a card. Okay, did he drop or is this just really good <laughs> building the suspense? It's good suspense. Don't do it. Don't do oh! it. All right. Don't All right, it's good. It. Good advice. <laughs> I, I, it's definitive. Don't do it. I okay. will ask uh, Packers Falcons, December 9th, 2018, 1 p.m. It's the Packers, fourth Falcons, to last December game 19th? of the season. Uh, December 9th. December 9th. Okay, one sec. 
That would be the one. That's the one. Wow. Alex's eyes lit up. Uh, He's a degenerate. You can't place that bet yet, <laughs> but when you can. I would put that in a note in your phone. It's it's a very, very strong um series of omens like, he's actually I'm actually putting, he's it, in actually right putting it in his phone i wish i wish is that i could also, describe this better. is that also uh that's a game that's late in the season right it is late in the season perfect yeah that fits with the original cards as well all right alex is excited yeah. i'm gonna now i'm gonna <laughs> lay money on that game too i have to i just like i can't i can't that's how the game works i don't you know i don't play the cards the cards play me <laughs> I love it. I mean, the cards play me too. Like, I never got into this business out of my own free will. I like to say, like, I I started when I was ten years old, and I I picked up a pack of cards and got so I was I was like fascinated with Mag- Magic the Gathering and all those sort of like weird sort of like gothy role playing things when I was a a little wee child. Yeah. And st- I started reading, and the more things started being helpful and useful, useful to people, the more the more I start- started seeing people's mouths open wide after having memorized all the associations for the cards, the more it really, like, <laughs> resonated with me. But it really, like, yeah, the cards played me at first. It was crazy. It was a real surprise. Well, you know what? Without Without the cards, we wouldn't have these great episodes once a year that I know a lot of our fan base looks forward to. And I'm not even being sarcastic about that. I do know. I mean, that's mostly because almost everybody I know doesn't care about football, but they do care about weird. And and Jamie, you bring the weird. In a, in a lovely way. That's a, that's yeah, a compliment. It. I love it. I mean, I think I even, all the people I'm talking about also probably know you and just love you. So... Um, <laughs> Oh, that's great! But no, it's I, I've so never glad. I've never seen anybody react like better to me saying I have a football podcast than saying, "Oh yeah," and then we do a tarot card reading for the season, and people like lose their <laughs> shit without fail. I I got to admit, I was pretty um I was pretty uh, interested to find out how the first the first session went, and when I heard that it was pretty accurate, and then I heard just now that the second year was pretty accurate. I'm 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 very pleased. Yeah, because I, normally it, it's interesting because I'm kind of breaking one of my cardinal rules. In, in reading for you guys in that in that we're not working with like life and death we're not looking we're not really working with things that are of prime importance to someone's life right this is leisure and one of one of the ways i th- I, I believe magic works is that it it works where it's needed mm. and i think there's something really interesting there if it's working very well in this context in what way do we need sports well i think i mean in my what way my, do we need this camaraderie my turnaround would be like play is as necessary as anything else in life. Totally. If not more, more necessary. Totally. Um, totally. And I think the cards that came up today sort of point to this thing of if there is this camaraderie that the three of you have, in what way does that give us something really, really nice and really meaningful at the end of the day to listen to that? I think there's something really a little bit more than superficial to talk about someone else's game of football. There's something really, really awesome about that. You are always kind of, I think, you're the best. <laughs> you're ahead. always the best advertisement we could possibly have for our show. Yeah. It's like no, it, it never fails to for you to like really make me want to do this show. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I mean, it's also like as a radio maker myself, like that's that's one of the things that oh, we have a month, monthly show at CKT, but it's one of the things that makes life really worth living. Like it's this, it's this really subtle beautiful repetitive ritual where we get to hang out with our friends shoot the shit and the topic itself is almost not even that crucial and these the cards that came out for you guys today are really pointing at that it's this family 
it's this thing where we're not the Oprah show necessarily, but even if we have like 50 people who tune in, especially live, there's something really special about that. People who are listening to the live broadcast, at least for us, it's like, it's this weird connectivity. And it's this like, it's this really beautiful thing. Jamie, it is a beautiful thing. Thank you. Um, we, we have to, to draw things to an end, but, um, you know, as always, I love talking to you. Uh, I want to give you an opportunity to to uh, plug whatever you want to plug. Yeah, other than well, audio um, smut, I'm working on a lot of <laughs> yeah, I'm working on a lot of a lot of uh, art projects at the moment. Um, a really interesting exhibition that will be traveling through uh, through Canada to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the decriminalization of homosexuality in this country. All right, um, it happened in '69, so we're going to be doing a big exhibition. Uh, to celebrate that, uh, check it out, jamieross.org. jamieross.org. You are a nonprofit, my friend. <laughs> it's for <laughs> orgasm, but, but we'll just pretend. <laughs> Have a great season, you guys. Uh, Jamie, always Thank a pleasure. You very much. We'll talk to you soon. We'll let you know in about a year how all this pans out. Perfect. Be well. All right. Later, man. Huge thanks to Jamie Ross. That was a world of fun, I gotta admit. And I have a lot of reflecting to do. I'm gonna go home tonight and, uh, right, and just kind of think about the leadership role I could take. And Ben, I want you to know that if you ever need to just say, I can't do it because your schedule gets too tough, just, just, just let us I know because we're a family, man. I will. Um, no, but seriously, how? in short, like that, that that's great. The it's takeaways. A, it's a fantastic experience every time. I'm not betting on the Packers on Sunday. I know we always do predictions and wrap it up. Okay. Uh, seven and a half, Packers are favored. I'm obviously taking the Bears to cover because I was told by Jamie not to bet on the Packers early in the season. Well, that's uh, true. So yeah. I'm, I'm taking the Bears with the, with the seven and a half. All right. Um, yeah, and I'm going to hold off until uh, the Falcons game. Then I'll maybe do something. I'm, I mean, I'm going all the way on the Falcons yeah. game. All right. <laughs> um, I'm really bummed that we're not, we can't bet Packers-Patriots because it's going to be like the game of the season. But I feel like that's one where maybe Patriots is the way to go. Or just laying off is yeah. the way to go. Vegas off, will be the big winner the, yeah, yeah. On, uh, on that weekend. Um, all right. Anything else? We'd like to first thank, uh, well, not first, last thank, uh, the Craig Newmark School of Journalism, where we sit here in New York City. Um, and obviously our engineer, Chad Verhart, who sits here and listens to us talk about <laughs> which Literally stuff. And he's just like, yeah, man, whatever. Um, but yes, no, huge thanks to you, Chad, for, uh, for doing this, especially uh, without Zach. Everyone here at the uh, Craig Newmark School of Journalism makes it super easy to put together a show, it's which true. is much more pleasing to the ear. Than, uh, than it used to be. And if you're looking for a career in journalism and you want to do a second or first even master's degree, I strongly recommend the Craig Newmark School of Journalism at the City University of New York. If you happen to be a Packers fan in the New York City area, we strongly recommend, and Jamie does too, to come, uh, come hang out and watch a game. We need to yeah. build a face-to-face, uh, uh, you know, rapport with some of our fans. We'll be at Tom and Jerry's. That's kind of our, our spot for Packers games. On Sunday night, free brats at halftime. It's great. It's a great spot. So uh, go ahead and join us out there. All right, that'll do it. APC Podcast, real football, meaningful games, coming your way in days, in hours. Enjoy it. Chuck-a-luck until they're dry And raise your spirits to the sky
Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.